Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by the marketinghelp.co, your number one resource for proactively advancing your marketing career. Quick thanks to our uh, premium sponsor, LinkedIn Learning. And all you need to do is go to the marketinghelp.co forward slash LinkedIn Learning. And we've just curated a ton of videos and courses focused on the right marketing skills, right? Want to keep you focused, uh, want to make you successful. And head on over there if you're looking to upskill, level up in any marketing area. Uh, and if you don't know where to start, check out the foundations courses. They're a great place to start. Again, the marketinghelp.co forward slash LinkedIn learning. All right. So new year, new you, right? It's time to start identifying what are those resolutions you're going to try to tackle for the year. And we're all familiar with those resolutions, losing weight, being more healthy, being more helpful. And we know that those usually lose traction after 10 days or so. But what if we, you know, focus that the resolution thinking towards your marketing career? And the trick here is that the key to success with any resolution, or I should say the key to being successful in what you want to do for the year is that you want to be focused. You want to be motivated um, in June and September as much as you are, are right now, you know, early January. So for this episode, I'm joined by the other half of the marketing help, Jed Singer, and we're going to talk about this topic specifically. I guess more specifically, we're going to share the common resolutions that are sabotaging your marketing career. Also talk about some of the watchouts and pitfalls when it comes to thinking that you have the right resolution when you really don't. Uh, but but more importantly, we're going to discuss other methods that are proven are going to keep you consistently on the right track. And they're going to make you successful in advancing your marketing career for the next 12 months and beyond. Now, quick note here. We do talk about a ton of valuable resources and things you can leverage to support you in your uh, pursuit of advancing your career this year. Uh, But check the show notes for all of those links. Uh, Show notes will have all the links to the resources you need. So without further ado, here's the episode. And welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast, joined today by the Marketing Helps co-founder, Jed Singer. Jed, welcome to the episode. Hey, Eric. How you doing? Great. So like we were talking about, this is the episode we really want to get in front of people about talking about those, those marketing career resolutions that we feel are sabotaging careers based on what we've seen with our audience, what we've seen with people that we've worked with. We hear these come up time and time again when it comes to preparing for the year. And specifically for a marketing career, and you know, we're going to get into a couple of examples. But uh, you know, any initial thoughts you have on just the, the notion of resolutions specific to marketing careers? Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's great to be great to be back with you. Sometimes I feel like we don't pot enough uh, the two of us, stranger stranger in my own land, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of career resolutions, this is something that, and I know we both talk with a lot of marketers, um, you know, our, our members and uh, the, the marketers that are in our mentorship program. And the resolution really is something that trips people up. And it's, it's an area that I'm excited to, to talk with you about just because it can have a really positive impact on your year or a really negative impact on your year, depending on how you go about your resolutions. Right. So this is like a, a beware. If you're a marketer listening, this is kind of beware when you start to set those resolutions for the year. We want to open your eyes to maybe a different way to look at it. 
Because by definition, resolutions are a firm decision to do or not to do something. And that's all well and good, but we believe there's an opportunity to be a little bit more focused and a little bit more prepared to set yourself up for success. So the first one that we hear, right? So when it comes to marketing career resolutions, you know, the first one that is, that's a, that's tough to hear because uh, I can set someone up for failure is I want to get a new job. Mm-hmm. And that as a resolution for the year, dangerous because, uh, you know, just is not as focused as it could be. Um, because you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And, you know, sometimes it takes six to 12 months to find a job. Right. Yeah. And, and this is, so I, my, my wife is in the fitness business. I have some friends that are in the fitness business and, you know, the annual resolutions, uh, the most common kinds are fitness related or health or healthy eating, things like that. Right. And we've all made those resolutions before, usually with uh, lackluster results and the i want i need to find a new job to me is um you know you could look at it like a like a fitness resolution of i want to get in shape this year or even you know a, a relationship resolution i want to meet somebody this year um it's probably closer to that one finding a new job because it, it's not really in your control uh right finding a, a a relationship this year has so many factors that are not about you uh, just like finding a new job, many, much of finding a new job is in your control. But the other piece of it really is that uh, you are looking externally, right? When you kind of should be looking internally. Uh, are you are you saying that you need to find a new job because you're frustrated at your current job? Uh, are you running running away instead of running to, as as they say, right? So the finding a new job is is always tricky, and the other probably common thread that that you know we'll have in this conversation is um, really not putting any kind of plan in place behind the goal. Uh, just putting a pie in the sky goal down on paper. I want to find a new job, uh, but then not knowing where to start or not telling ourselves how we're going to get there. Uh, that's, that's really uh, an easy way to sabotage, right? And then it's uh, March and then it's April and then it's July and we haven't really made any progress. And we say, well, that'll be my goal for next year then. <laughs> right, exactly. You wake up, it's June and you have no leads. You're miserable in your job and you're going to have the same resolution uh, at the start of the next year. But I like how you said the running away from something as opposed to running to something. I think that's very critical. Everyone listening right now can can honestly tell themselves that they felt that way in in a, a marketing job that they have had or in are in currently. I think the big thing here is, you know, the resolution is to embrace it through thinking about micro commitments as opposed to the resolution itself. Like you said, uh, focus internally as opposed to externally. Focus on what you can control and make that your resolution. So for example, Instead of saying, get a new job as your resolution, maybe you should be saying, I want to develop a uh, career plan. I want to develop right. a job search plan, something that is a little bit more tactical that allows you to recognize successes. Because I can I can, I can, can easily, and, and a matter of fact, there was a mentee we had where this was a conversation where the get a new job was, was the discussion, but the outcome was in the next 30 days, uh, develop a list of five companies where you want to work. And that mm-hmm. way you're running to something that's opportunistic as opposed to running away from 
that that bad manager, bad culture, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And and I I love where where you're going with that, right? The the what's the plan, right? Because with these resolutions, and this is one of the big takeaways for me at least, is your resolution should be less of a less of a goal as counterintuitively as as counterintuitive as that sounds less of a goal and more of a system more of a habit right and and you hear this in uh you know a lot of books uh, if you've read atomic habits or anything like this uh resolutions are where people fall short because they say i want to lose 10 pounds and then they uh they don't update their system they don't update their habits to do that and so they might do a fad diet or or stop eating breakfast and lunch or something like that right and and maybe they get to 10 pound 10 pounds less uh, but then what do they where do they go from there so if your if your resolution for the year is to lose 10 pounds and you've lost 10 pounds and it's april but you've lost 10 pounds in an unsustainable way what are you doing for the rest of the year? You're you're right back where you started, uh, and it's going to happen much faster than it took you. That unsustainable uh, way to to lose those ten pounds. So having the plan, and there's really that sweet spot in the middle, right? So you don't want your goal to be too pie in the sky, uh, with so that it has no uh, no plan for yourself to make that happen, right? I want to get a new job, too too big, but then you also don't want to go too micro where my resolution for this year is to update my resume. Updating your resume is one tiny, small part of the job uh, of of landing your your dream job, of that whole process of a job search. Um, So you can't make them too big or else you don't know what to do and you don't know how to make progress against them, but you can't make them too small because you lack the bigger picture. And just achieving that one resolution might not get you what you're actually after which is a wonderful job at a wonderful company that, you, that you're excited to go to work on Monday. Um, so something in the middle where you've got that plan, exactly what you're saying, right? Something in the middle where you've got that plan outlined and you know how many uh, you know, companies you want to be looking at, you know how, how often you want to be reaching out each month and you know how you're going to achieve that resolution. That's, that's where you're starting to build good habits, Right. So the theme we'll hear in the next couple of uh, resolutions we're going to go over is the value of creating those habits. You know, habits uh, by definition, you know, it requires mindset, action, and reward. So um, think about how you're going to create those good habits for yourself that are going to help you achieve where you want to be at the end of this year. So uh, first one, first don't, first marketing career resolution that you want to avoid is get a new job. Instead, what you want to do is focus in on uh, creating productive habits towards uh, developing a job search plan. So, so that's the takeaway for the first one. Now, moving on to the second one, the second one that we hear commonly about a marketing career solution that is a, oops, an oopsie, <laughs> is for all of our, our friends that are new to digital marketing, the ones that are working in the traditional marketing position, the marketing coordinator, the marketing manager, the media buyer, and they want to get into digital marketing because of all the upside that we know exists in this industry. Uh, But the notion of kind of transforming yourself into a digital marketing role from maybe a non-digital marketing role. So the second one is start a new career, right? You know, oftentimes we hear, I want to get into digital. Those are resolutions that you want to avoid because again, 
We'll set you up for failure. We know where you want to go. But the big opportunity here, based on what Jed was saying about creating those habits, is how can you create a habit to effectively learn a new skill? That's where you want to be focusing, not necessarily on you'll get into digital eventually, but the important thing to focus on would be developing those new skills, which we have a ton of, uh, of information and content on. Right. Yeah. And I mean, skill building, right? This is one that we, this is a resolution that we hear all the time, which is the, I want to do something overnight, right? I want, I want fast progress, uh, overnight success. Um, and I want to go from having these skills to a whole new portfolio of skills, uh, as fast as possible. Uh, this is a mistake or the other mistake that we see a lot is uh, learn to code, for example, right? I, I want to get a new skill set that a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. And I'm not sure why uh, for, for me, you know, uh, in this in this analogy, right? In this example, uh, maybe coding is or isn't important to me, but I know a lot of people are talking about it. I've read a lot of things that learning to code is is something that's important in the, in the job market, but it may or may not be applicable to me in my marketing career. That's another mistake, right? Um, so the skill set, this is probably closer to the getting in shape, right? I want to get in great shape overnight uh, rather than developing those good habits. And I want to, you know, go from uh, field marketing into, you know, in a, in a couple of months, I want to be an e-commerce specialist. Uh, well, ra- rather than try to totally transform your skill set in a matter of months, uh, when you don't necessarily know what goes into the discipline of e-commerce or the roles and responsibilities of an e-commerce manager, you have to understand web analytics, you have to understand pricing automation, you have to understand email, you have to understand traffic generation. Uh, it, there's all these thing, these building blocks of the role that's called e-commerce manager that you're not thinking of uh, when you say, I want to just change my skill set. So having that plan, like you just said, Eric, right? What's, what's my skill building plan? And we've got these skill stacks uh, in our library. So for, for uh, TMH plus members, we've got uh, 101 skill stacks in the library that show you exactly which skills are necessary for 101 roles in marketing. Um, and then we've got the uh, skill building tracker, uh, which is a tool that we developed that we use for all of our, all the folks in our mentorship program. And it's a way to three and three, it's a way to develop three skills over the course of three months and have it be sustainable, right? Have it be habit forming rather than trying to say, I'm going to go through 50 hours of Udemy courses over the next month and you burn out and you become disillusioned because you're in that, you know, skill building trough of disillusionment, Mm -hmm. which happens where all of a sudden I thought I was just trying to learn X, but how many million, a million things go into X, I didn't realize. And now I'm so much further behind than maybe I, uh, I thought I wanted to be. Uh, so, so you get disillusioned, you drop the ball, you decide to change your, change your goal, change your timeline. Uh, and, and, you know, you sort of self-sabotaged by not focusing on the habit. Correct. Because where we see this fail a lot is when somebody says, oh, how hard could it be to get into digital? Or how hard could it be to learn social media? I, I get a certification and and the, the mindset is, okay, great. I'm on my way to becoming a social media marketer. 
And the reality is that, like you said, there are so many more things to it than just that, not just from a learning standpoint, but also from a doing standpoint and from a teaching standpoint. So it really mm-hmm. irons and, and, and sharpens that skill to a point of where you truly learn it. So there's a lot of, the, again, where this goes wrong is people realizing that there's more to it than they thought. They don't know where to start or they feel overwhelmed when they start to, to chip away at it. So like you're saying, you know, there's some, some templates and tools we, we can provide you. And again, all links to this is going to, all links to these valuable resources will be in the show notes, but we give you kind of that roadmap of allowing you to set up, what do I need to learn by when? Um, and you're not trying to learn everything under the sun, but you're learning enough in the right way to be effective. So Start if you're out there saying, "Hey, I want to start a new career. I want to get into digital. I want to learn whatever that thing is." Uh, take a step back, and then rethink about our, you know, kind of uh, niching down to a specific skill set, and then learning, you know, th- not just learning the skills themselves, but applying those skills uh, in a way that's really going to to stand out. And this works the other way too, Eric. Right? I mean, um, you know, uh, my my career started in digital. Uh, in in the 2000s, um, and you know, over the course of the last 10 years, I have slowly tried to add um, traditional marketing skills or analog marketing skills to my digital portfolio of of skills. So it works the other way too. You've got lots and lots of marketers in the industry today who have had their careers in traditional marketing, whether it's TV, radio, print, uh, field marketing, brand management. And these folks want to add digital skills and learn paid search, learn SEO, learn email, learn marketing automation. That's great. You've also got lots and lots of marketers today who are coming up, you know, as digital natives coming into marketing through digital and wanting to grow and evolve their careers to hit that manager, that executive level and wanting to acquire traditional or analog marketing skills like brand management or like field marketing or uh, merchandising or pricing strategy, mm-hmm. or, you know, all, all of these um, market research, right? Uh, market research was uh, a number of years ago, I said, I wanted to get into market research, understand a little bit more about how it works. And I made these, these same mistakes that we're talking about, uh, because I didn't know everything that went into market research, uh, coming from a background of social marketing, right? Well, we spin up some listening dashboards, we have some keywords that we want to monitor, we do some sentiment analysis, and boom, right? We're, we've got market research. No, not, not even close, right? Mm-hmm. So understanding that each discipline is made up of all of these different skills and we need a plan whether we're going, whether we're trying to become more digital or whether we're trying to become more traditional marketing and rounding out our skill set. Um, either way, you, you need this plan. You need a marketing career plan. You need a skill building plan. And these have to become habits, right? Rather than just overnight success, overnight transformation. Well said. And, you know, as we know, we, we embrace the T-shaped marketer uh, approach when it comes to being the, the best marketer you can be. And again, that works both ways, both uh, going from the traditional to the analog sides. So that's the second one. Next one here is about, and who doesn't want to put this one down as a resolution? Because look at your list. You probably have it written down already. And that's get promoted. And get promoted is, is something we see at every level, right? So the manager wants to be a director. The director wants to be a VP. The VP wants to be a CMO. So you're, you know, everyone wants to progress in their career. The, the, the watch out with this as your resolution is promotions don't happen overnight. Mm. 
promotions may take six to 12 months. If it's the beginning of the year now, think about it. You probably had your end of year review. And if, if, if it wasn't discussed then, then it may take another 12 months for you to get there. So it's okay to, again, have some need and want to advance in your career. However, uh, instead of getting promoted, I think it's more about reflecting on, again, going to something that's a little bit more micro commitment is, is how can you uh, take on more responsibilities? How can you create more career moments in your specific role right now? Because if your manager is not talking to you, if you're not clear with your manager, the expectations on what it takes to get promoted or be considered for a promotion in your company, in your role right now, uh, that is your number one micro commitment and could be the habit you create so that you have more frequent conversations that lead you towards the path of getting promoted. Yes, that one's awesome, Eric. So this third one, I'm going to actually throw a couple of wrinkles, a couple alternates to your to your third one here of mm-hmm. uh, the ways that that marketers sabotage themselves when they're setting career resolutions. So getting a promotion uh, is one that we see, you know, marketers put down on paper on on December 31st or January 1st. Um, another version of this is get a raise. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to get a raise. I don't necessarily need a new job title. I don't need a promotion, but I want to get, I want to make more money this year. Um, and then the, the best version of this, the one that sort of sits in the middle of those two extremes is I want more responsibility, mm-hmm. right? I want to take on more responsibility this year and all of the, whether that's, um, you know, uh, working on bigger projects or uh, working on innovation initiatives or even just you know helping mentor some of the other younger marketers, greener marketers on my team, I want more responsibility. And this is the best one because it's the prerequisite for the other two, mm-hmm. right? You don't just get a promotion. Mm-hmm. You don't just get a raise. Uh, th- those, those days are long gone. Um, marketing is a really interesting and dynamic field and is changing like many of the other corporate functions over the last five, 10 years. Um, and marketing is, is under attack in a lot of those ways, right? And, and having to attribute revenue to the marketing function continues to be more and more important, the return on our marketing spend. So there's no just giving out promotions and raises. Um, it's, it's really important that you first go for more responsibility and you're able to identify those big projects. You're able to identify the opportunities internally that help you network with the executives in the marketing function or in the adjacent functions like IT or sales or care. And by getting additional responsibility, you're going to be opening yourself up to many, many more career moments that you can knock out of the park. And then it becomes a foregone conclusion at the end of the year on performance review time that, okay, you, you know, you, you've hit all of these home runs with these projects, Eric. And so obviously if we've, if we've got the budget, if we're approved across the team, then I'm going to make sure you're taken care of with a raise for next year, or, Hey, we've, you know, we've had somebody leave uh, and, and we need you to take a step up in your career and fill this role because I can see that you've done it throughout the course of this year. You've been stretching, you've been mentoring other green marketers on the team. I can see you're ready to take the next step up because this opportunity has presented itself, but you need to be taking all these steps proactively throughout the year. And um, 
you know, it, it, it can't be a surprise, right? At the end of the year, all of a sudden magic wand, oh, you're going to get a promotion. You're going to get a raise. It's because you've taken on more responsibility and uh, you've, you've knocked those career moments out of the park. That's going to enable those two more surface level things of, of a raise and a promotion to happen. Absolutely. And the thing we talked about in our manage up episode is about getting that communication um, happening, right? It should be happening early and often. So if you're, if you're writing your list of uh, things to do here, listening to this episode, step one, if you want to, if you had get promoted as a, as a resolution, uh, cross that out. And the first thing you should be doing right now is have a conversation with your manager by end of end of the month and ask them what, what, what does it require me to be considered for a promotion? And that's where it will open up those conversations where you will identify the career moments you can take advantage of. Like you were saying, Jed, you know, take on that new project, uh, guide some of the interns, um, you know, show that you actually can deserve, can be uh, ready to take on that that responsibility, which then would align with your want and need for promotion, salary, et cetera. Yeah. And, and, and this is the, I'm so glad you mentioned managing up. This is sort of the sneaky um, smart resolution, the smart resolution in the room, right? If, if you were looking around and you saw all these resolutions walking around, you know, uh, um, the, the smart one in the room is saying, I want to have a better relationship with my manager this year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, your bonus resolution. If, if you can make that your resolution, that's where the smart money is because it enables you to achieve any of those other goals, right? Having the better relationship with your manager means you're more plugged in to what projects, what initiatives, what part of the strategy you can contribute to that has high visibility. Uh, if, if your goal for the year, if your goal as part of your larger multi-year career plan uh, is I want to get a raise, get more responsibility, get a promotion, really the place to start is I want to have a better relationship with my manager. It's, it's going to enable all of those things. It may or may not help you get that dream job somewhere else. Right. Um, but it will enable you to, uh, if you're, if you're a stay and grow, right. If, if you, if you're looking to stay within the organization and grow your role within the organization, having a better relationship with your manager is the number one way that's going to enable any of the other goals that you have within the organization. Again, if you're, if you're looking to leave and grow elsewhere for any number of reasons, um, you know, may or may not be as important. You still want to have a good relationship with your manager for referenceability in the future and, and your networking opportunities for later, things like that. But having, having a better relationship this year with my manager should be on everyone's list mm-hmm. uh, if, if you're trying to grow within the organization. Yeah. So recapping the ones we we're, we acknowledge as the ones that are sabotaging your marketing career, the ones that are keeping you from growth. It's if you're putting down things like get a new job, start a new career, get into digital, learn digital, get promoted, get a raise. Those are all resolutions you want to cross off your list and stay away from. And to replace that, like we've been discussing, it's about identifying micro commitments, positive habits that you can start creating um, that will eventually lead you to these things that you want. Um, so I guess, I guess wrapping up here, Jed, if you think about those resolutions, you know, what, what are, what's best worst case here as it relates to following some of these tips? Yeah. I mean, um, worst case, right. Is, is 
sort of deja vu all over again, right? You've, right. and we've, we've hinted at this throughout, uh, throughout the last few minutes, you, uh, create, you have a resolution that's too pie in the sky, too vague. You don't have a plan behind it, or it's too micro and it doesn't actually make progress toward your true goal of a raise promotion, getting your dream job. It's too micro. So if you're either too high level, too vague or too micro, uh, it's it's not going to be sustainable. You're not going to make progress on that goal. You're going to give up or you're going to burn out and you're going to find yourself in June or August and you're going to say, well, well, now obviously I made this goal for the whole year. I haven't made any progress. So it can't be my goal for the last four months of the year because that's, that's unrealistic. All of a sudden things get <laughs> unrealistic once it hits August. Um, and then you're going to find yourself in, in January of next year with the same goal again. Uh, and, and you go around, you know, the, the, the carousel again. So that's, that's probably the worst case scenario is, is being static in your career and not realizing that you're, that you're being static and not making any progress. Right. Exactly. Static, uh, being static, not making progress. You're right. That, that then, you know, you've lost 12 months. And right. And, and not to say that some folks within their career, right. Every, every career has, uh, a maturity curve and people hit what, what we refer to as a surf point, right? Mm. Where you're feeling successful, rewarded, and fulfilled and things are humming, right? And, and that's great. Um, you don't always need to be setting one of these huge goals for yourself of getting a promotion, getting a raise, more responsibility, landing a dream job. You might be happy and that's that's great. But if you are not feeling successful, rewarded, and fulfilled and you are setting goals for yourself that are unattainable or unrealistic or don't have any habits behind them, then you don't realize that you're remaining static, right? And, and you sort of keep going through the same, you continue to go through the same reset process every January uh, without realizing it. And that's that's really the worst case scenario, I think. Right. So so then the, flip that to the best case, you know, said differently to the last part you just made is uh, best outcome here is like Jed mentioned, we talked about we talk about our surf score when it comes to you at evaluating your career. Are you successful? Do you feel rewarded? Are you fulfilled? Uh, chances are that if you follow some of these setting some of these good habits, you'll start to recognize uh, improvement in those areas, uh, and those the relationships will be stronger. The compensation will find its way because you're uh, looking to become more fulfilled in what you do in your role, take on more responsibilities, and then those sorts of things. So, um, the, the one one last thing to say, you know, to think about this entire you know notion of resolutions. I think our perspective here is when it when it comes to marketing careers. Again, we know that um, you know we we look at marketing careers like we do marketing campaigns, and that is having a plan, having a plan of attack. So, you know, resolutions you know are things that may not that may not be effective if they're just looked at on a 12 month cycle, they can be more successful if they're looked at as a piece of, as a part of an overarching marketing career plan. So, you know, to take anything away from this episode, that would be it. Uh, Now, how you do that and how you structure those uh, things you do, those habits you create, uh, I think we gave some examples uh, for those. Again, all this will be uh, recapped in the show notes. Anything else, Jed? Yeah, yeah. One one last thing I would add is um, something that I I think is is really important when it comes to 
executing right on your on whatever your resolution is, whatever these new habits are, right? We we keep trying to shift that conversation from resolutions to habit building. Um, you know, successful habits and and the best case outcome, like you said, is that it's not that you've achieved the goal because that will end, right? You will either achieve it or not achieve it. It's binary versus setting good habits. And, you know, the analogy is living a healthier lifestyle, right? Being in in better shape, you know, being healthier overall, rather than trying to lose 10 pounds because you'll either succeed or fail uh, versus setting a better system or a better habit uh, is small, manageable uh, and, and, the burnout, right? So, so the last thing I would add is, um, you know, I, I, fitness is a big part of my life. You'd never know it looking at me. Um, but my, you know, my, my wife is in the fitness space. Uh, I have, you know, very good friends and family that are in the fitness space and they have great habits, right? They're very healthy. They're in great shape. And the part of the year that they look forward to the most is about January 20th or, or February 10th. And that's when all the treadmills start to free up. That's when all the people who have made their commitments, their resolutions uh, are no longer coming into the gym because they said they were going to go to the gym six days a week from zero. They were going to go from zero days a week to six days a week and they burn out in three weeks and all the treadmills start freeing up at the gym and don't do this, right? You don't want to do this. And this is exactly the same at work. Because your manager, your colleagues, your peers have all been, you know, th- this is something we're experiencing together, right? Every, every year, everybody makes resolutions. Uh, and so you don't want to be the person that comes in and is clearly trying to do too much or talking about making career resolutions. Nobody wants to, he- you know, you don't make those commitments out in public uh, because, you know, you, you're then measured against them in every interaction you have with your managers and peers and nobody can be on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you don't make these commitments in public. You don't be overt about them. You you don't beat your chest and say, here's what I'm going to be doing here at work. But there are opportunities for you to connect with other marketers and have these types of conversations. We have a community, the marketing help community is thriving, right? We've got Um, Lots of marketers that connect about all different career topics in the community, marketinghelp.co slash community, and it's free to join. And this is a a forum for you to talk about those career resolutions that you're making, Uh, not with your your coworkers in meetings in the hallway, you know, before the Zoom meeting starts. Uh, You want to have these Outside of outside of the office, those conversations—they're good to have. They're motivational. Sharing stories and swapping opportunities is really good. Just don't do it at work because then you know the the second you start to get a little burnout, uh, you're going to be you know giving your peers and manager that opportunity, that feeling of yep, it's it's February 10th. All the treadmills are starting to free up. People have you know the people on my team have have uh, overcommitted right in terms of resolutions. So don't do that. We have, you know, even even us at the Marketing Help, we have lots of opportunities for you to connect with others around your resolutions. Right. I like that uh, avoid the burnout, you know, uh, analogy here for for the careers. Because listen, you know, to, you know, when you're when you're speaking to others in your community, peers from the standpoint of in the same situation, looking to make advancements uh, specifically in their marketing jobs, uh, that's the power of the community. Uh, but the other part that you're getting to is the accountability, right? 
come connect with others where there's an opportunity to be held accountable so that uh, even if you have a, a lapse of focus, you can start to uh, re-engage that habit uh, just by speaking to others that may have the same the same focus. So uh, great mention about, about the community. Uh, check the show notes for links on how to get into that uh, community of other marketers to help you with your pursuit for executing the right marketing career resolutions for this year. Um, anything else? Parting words, parting thoughts, Jed? I, I, I can't wait to get to the gym uh, and <laughs> work off some of the uh, pizza and pasta and everything else that was uh, too, too, too much <laughs> over the last uh, three or four weeks. Right, right. Uh, new year, new us. <laughs> so uh, we will stay focused on that. We look forward to your feedback. You can always connect with us at connect at the marketing help.co. Uh, we look forward to your feedback and helping you navigate your the right marketing career resolutions and creating good habits for this year. Uh, reach out. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, Eric. All right. Big thanks to Jed for joining me on this episode. A lot of things to keep in mind here. Um, now it's time for you actually to start taking some actions, make some progress on those positive habits and those micro commitments. Uh, definitely check the show notes for the resources that we mentioned uh, or get a head start here by going to the marketinghelp.co forward slash membership, where you can learn about uh, the membership and how you can get access to all these resources, both free and as part of an ongoing membership program. Now, if you need help and you want a fresh set of eyes on that list of positive habits you want to start creating, not sure where to start, just shoot us an email, connect at the marketinghelp.co. Also, be great. Uh, don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Again, your feedback's valuable to us. We want to make sure we're creating the best content possible for you. And until the next episode, this is your host, Eric Harbison. And remember, today's a great day to start advancing your marketing career.